episode 014 of the Energy Edge podcast. Hey, this is Megan Blacksmith of Zesty Ginger. If you're looking to gain more energy, I highly recommend the Energy Edge podcast because Treva and Brian are the bomb. What is it that consistently stresses me out? And then looking at that as its own segment, I'm like, how can I put simple hacks or strategies or tools? Who can I talk to? What? Where can I get the help that I need to help simplify that? Welcome to the Energy Edge Podcast, where we believe if you desire to get the absolute most out of your work and life, then finding your energy edge is a must. The Energy Edge Podcast will help you learn to leverage your everyday major activities into an energy advantage so you can work and live at an optimal level. So let's begin. Welcome to Episode 014 of the Energy Edge Podcast. Today is an interview with Marthu Parikh of Life is Organized. She has a ton of energy, which of course I love, but even more important, she's filled with a unique view on energy. I'm going to ask Marthu the following. What does it look like to live an organized life? Do you find there's a direct correlation between organization and your energy? Where is the balance between being organized and just plain anal or OCD? And lastly, where should we begin if we're not organized or need to become more organized because of the energy it's costing us? And much, much more. It's go time. I'm here right now with Murthu Parikh of Life is Organized. Murthu is a pro at aligning business goals with structure to simply get more done in less time without the stress and losing energy. She's a productivity consultant, business strategist, speaker, blogger, wife, and also a mother. She helps people get clear on their priorities, powerfully manage their own time, create efficient systems, and embrace life-changing habits. Named one of Nashville's emerging business leaders in 2015 and a top 20 home or office organizing expert in 2013, she shares over 250 organization videos featured on her new Roku channel. Murthy brings truth to work smarter and not harder to boost communication, drive motivation, and propel your business. Well, welcome, Murthu. Thanks so much for having me, Brian. Absolutely. You know what? And we actually met from a common friend, a mutual friend, Jeff Sanders, who has a great book and a podcast by the same name called The 5 A.M. Miracle, which I highly, highly suggest. Yes, it is. It is. We have a lot in common, I think, the three of us <laughs> about uh, really maximizing our lives, I think. Absolutely. And you were also, Murthy, you were also a guest on my successful entrepreneur online conference 2016 as well. I was, and that was awesome. I love that. And uh, due to your your topic, which we're obviously going to unpack today, and your energy level, which people are going to feel as well, um, people are going to need a break after listening. Probably both you and I. You know, I figured you were an absolute must view. I'm sorry, must have interview, my friend. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. You know, I love your podcast, and I, again, I think we just integrate. We have so much of the same values. Uh, you know, our our message is so, you know, intertwined um, about really how to like live your life to the fullest and reach your maximum potential. We kind of address it from different angles, but you know, it's all coming back to that same goal. Oh, you're, you're exactly right. And that's exactly why I wanted you here today. So why don't you want to start off by telling us a little bit more about what you do for your business on a daily basis and kind of how you help clients. Sure. 
Well, I work with uh, professionals who are passionate about growing their businesses and their careers, but they're feeling overwhelmed because they're wearing every hat. They're always distracted. They're pulled in a million directions. And so I help them get focused, get clear, and get efficient so they can leave work earlier or make more money, get more clients, you know, be able to do the things that they started and are growing their business, like for those reasons, without getting burnt out. And that makes a ton of sense, especially if somebody is a young entrepreneur or they're shifting, doing a pivot, uh, as my friend Mike Kim says, going from maybe a corporate job into kind of their own career, or maybe they're just killing it in the business world, doing corporate and you know, making those changes and adjustments and it's just so easy to get overwhelmed. So do you find, Murthy, that there is a direct correlation or any type of correlation between you know, being organized and your energy level? Oh, absolutely. And I know that every single person listening to this and pretty much every person on the planet has dealt with this at some point, right? You know, it's like this brain suck. There's this energy suck when you're dealing with any level of disorganization. And this can start from first thing in the morning. You know, if you don't, you're late on your alarm, you haven't gotten enough sleep, maybe you're not out the door on time, you're running late, you know, everything. And then how that just sort of snowballs over the course of the day. If we don't have our priorities managed or our schedule, or we don't have the documents with us that we needed, or, you know, we don't know where we're going to our next destination or the time travel, you know, all of these things throughout the day. And then it adds up to the end of the night. We're coming home. What do we have for dinner? What do we take care of our kids? Or, you know, uh, how do I make room to exercise? I mean, all of this comes down to some level of control, right? Of organization, of just kind of keeping your life together. And the more that it's disorganized or sort of unproductive, the more overwhelmed you're going to feel, the more stressed out. And, you know, that's one day. And then you add that on day after day after day, which leaves a week after week. And it's just completely affects your ability to, uh, you know, grow, to be successful, to be present to take control of your life and reach your get closer to you know all the, the goals that you have ahead of you. And, and that's a great point. I mean, but do you hear sometimes people say maybe pushback, Murthu, that I don't have enough time to get organized. I just got too much work to do. Do you see that mindset? Yes. Or a lot of people say, I wish I had that time. You know, I think there's a lot of, I feel like a lot of people see the benefits. They They kind of get it, right? They're sort of like, I get it would really help me, but I don't have that time for that. And I'll always tell them, you don't have the time not to do it. You know, the more that you can get organized and spend that extra little bit, maybe it's five minutes, maybe it's 10 minutes. Sometimes maybe it's investing an entire hour, in some cases, half a day, but that could relieve you of the time and the pressure and the stress of an extra hour of a half a day of two weeks down the road. You know, it could, it can give you back so much more energy and space and time that it's absolutely valuable to invest that time up front. And sometimes it really is just a matter of a few extra minutes. So are you saying that maybe an average person is thinking or a person who's pushing back on that saying, I wish they had the time is looking at it more of subtraction of their time versus maybe even multiplication of their time. If you're saying they actually take the time that they need to, it's actually going to help them in so many other areas. Would, would you say that's accurate? Absolutely. I feel like people think it's one more thing on my to-do list. And in fact, it's just like you said, we're actually subtracting things from your to-do list. When you're able to add, when you're able to put that process or a simple system or take that time to get organized for that task or you know whatever that is you're working on, that project, you're going to 
see things just falling off your to-do list because you are not reiterating processes. We're not repeating things over and over, not reprocessing the same information. We're not spending time looking for that document. You know, you have somewhere, but you can't find it, you know? Um, so you actually end up taking off so much off your to-do list. So yeah, I, that's so accurate. I wish that we could just, you know, train ourselves to look at it, look at the value of it, of how much less will be on our load if we take that extra time up front. And that's a great perspective. So what does it look like to have or to live an organized life? What Unpack that for us. Okay. So this is, for some people, might roll your eyes when you hear the word system or process because it sounds so mundane. So in other words, sometimes I think to use it to express that might be a segment. Look at your life or your day in total as small segments. In other words, also little systems and processes. So just as I mentioned earlier, you know, getting out of the house in the morning, that's a system. You may not think about it that way. We may not, maybe we're trained a certain way and, you know, we're doing things very um, just sort of by habit. So we don't think about it, but really it's a system, right? The time you wake up, um, do we, are you getting yourself ready first? Are you having your breakfast? Are you working out, right? There is some type of process that's going on. And again, you feel the days when it's really organized and setting you up for success and you you're, you're have the time to casually or, you know, get into your work space without like freaking out and feeling overwhelmed. And then we have the other days when that system falls apart, it's not working. And we, you know, you know, the day starts off on the wrong foot. So if you start kind of segmenting each part of your day and say, where can I create this little mini system, this little mini organization, this little mini process, I think that can really help. So again, maybe it's just starting off my morning and then maybe it's just how do I structure that first hour or two when I'm in at work? You know, what is the end of my day look like? What is that after work period? How is that structured and managed? Um, and so to kind of think about your entire day can be really overwhelming. You know, if you, so if you start breaking it down by these little segments of your day and say, how can I make this most productive or most efficient or just work in my favor the best, I think that might be a good starting point. And that's a great point because I think a lot of times we don't invest the time to think about, wow, I am stressed if I'm just running, 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 if I'm disorganized, to use your example, of it first thing in the morning. If I'm disorganized in the morning, just the tone that it sets for my day, it increases my stress, it drains my energy, and just not a whole lot of good comes from that. But I really like your idea of kind of chunking it, of just taking small little segments of how can I get a little more organized or create a routine that's just a little bit more organized. I mean, to go back to that word so that it actually our day and our life feels so much better. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, sometimes it might be, you know, and then identifying when you take that a step further, it's like, what is the most overwhelming part of my day? What is it that consistently stresses me out? And then looking at that as its own segment, I'm like, how can I put simple hacks or strategies or tools? Who can I talk to? What, where can I get the help that I need to help simplify that, streamline it, delegate it, automate it, some way to make it easier. So maybe that most overwhelming time of your day every day is the email overload, right? Maybe it's like every day at the end of the day, you just feel like you haven't accomplished enough. You haven't gotten through them. You know, it's just, it's always lingering over you, always feeling behind. And so it's looking at that task or that, you know, that's kind of a project of its own and being like, well, where can I create some efficiency in this? You know, is it time? Is it, can I block my time to only look at that, that email at a certain times of the day? Um, can I unsubscribe to a bunch of places? Can I file these differently? I mean, there's so many options. You know, when we really get into 
specificities. I can never say that right. Um, on each type of thing, but it's like, let me address that one issue that is like, you know, the the elephant in the room that's always nagging at me and say, and think about that, talk to people, get the training you need to really help take that burden and that overwhelm away. You know, Murthy, that is a great piece of advice, especially kind of a pro tip, if you will. Uh, I mean, to translate that, I, I, you know, getting systems down when I'm looking for the same things over and over and over again, it's a pretty good sign I'm disorganized in that area. <laughs> You know, where all of a sudden, maybe if I just took a few minutes and created a, on my desktop, a folder that all these certain things, whether it's presentations or it's, you know, it's a spec sheet or whether it's images or whether it's whatever, you know, putting that in because it's been a pain point. And I think that's a great piece of advice. So, I mean, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of people who, you know, a sales professional, somebody who is just go, 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 get her done, get her done, get her done. Maybe it's a creative types. And it's just like, you know what? It's just not my deal. It's not my area to be organized. And then there's some of us who have, you know, the letters OCD on the back of our name. <clears throat> and where's the balance between, you know, just being organized just generically and all of a sudden just being plain anal <laughs> or OCD? Oh, I've been there, Brian. <laughs> I have been there. And I can tell you when organization starts holding you back from reaching your goals in an efficient way, this is when that OCD-ness and that analness is getting in the way and it's just too much. So this is usually tied in with a level of either perfectionism or procrastination. Oh, that's good. That Say that again. This is tied in with perfectionism or procrastination. And I think people will probably get the perfectionist part. You're like, oh no, I want to make it so OCD. I want the perfect labels and the perfect system and the perfect, we spend so much time on that. So we might understand that, but a lot of times it's just, you're procrastinating what you really should be doing or the top, the heart, maybe something that's harder or more challenging or other priorities you really don't want to get to. Um, or I don't like example, to do it. You don't want to do it. Right. Uh, an example of this, I work with a um, a person in business who does financials for other businesses, they, they do all their kind of, I don't want to say accounting, but a lot of their financial stuff. And she would create these columns as you know, financial folks love to do in spreadsheets. And I, I mean, I really think it went from like A to Z. I mean, there was just a column. It was so many columns and columns and columns of all. And she was fantastic at her job and she would dissect these financial this information she'd get from her clients and every type of variable and get all these different things. And, and when we're going through it, she's like, I'm always behind and I can't keep up with my, keep up with what I should be doing. And I'm like, well, how many of these are you really typically using on your day-to-day -day basis to help your clients with their goals? And really it was columns like A through E. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even kidding. Wow. It was like A through E. And I was like, well, what was the point of those other 20 or whatever, you know, 18 columns? And it was, it was this combination of she, she's a perfectionist. She loves to, you know, wants to really dissect it and see everything. But I think a part of it was like procrastinating, kind of doing the other stuff she had to do, you know, and it was like, all right, let's scale back. Let's just get you columns A through E or even A through G and don't do all that other stuff unless it's really necessary. And I think that is a really great example of when it just, you get too anal or too organized and you're, you love to show that off, but it's really not serving your ultimate goal in an efficient way. Well, that's a really good example, you know, and it's one of those where sometimes it becomes our identity a little bit, you know, we're known yeah. as the organized person or the person who's OCD or anal and we kind of embrace that and the other, other stream of that, well, they're just always chaotic and, you know, just messy and, but you made a great point, Murthu, which is, you know, if the end goal is to help your customers or to achieve your goals, 
then you almost need to handle that objectively. So if you're having that conversation with me, I'm not supposed to take that personally. <laughs> you're not yeah. attacking my character, you know, or even my work ethic. It's just a matter of where am I putting my efforts because I'm using efforts and I'm using our word energy all throughout my day. And a lot of times we have sideways energy and sideways energy can come from being disorganized or in this case right here, over-organizing to the fact that we are procrastinating. Would you say that's accurate? Uh, absolutely. Yep. You know that you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> so then where is the balance if somebody is completely unorganized? So let's just talk about that for a moment. Okay. You know, whether they're an entrepreneur and just trying to figure things out or they're on the road a lot mm -hmm. or they're whatever they're doing, how do we just start to get going if we're listening to this podcast and we're going, holy shnikey, she's getting a little bit personal. That is totally me. <laughs> what are my some first steps? You kind of alluded to it to find maybe some of the things that are the most painful, but give us some other tips. Yeah. So I'd say the very first thing of any business professional, any individual, anyone who's looking to be more successful, to grow, to develop personally and, and in their profession is to get really clear on what your priorities are. And I mean crystal clear. Like, what are your big goals in your business or in your career? So I feel like we all know this. We think we know it. Uh, you know, if you ask someone, they could tell you. But how we live our life is not necessarily, and usually, is not in alignment with what we will say is our is our top number one goal. So, for instance, if you are growing your business, your number one goal might be at this point and where you are, sales. Right. Your number one goal might be like, I have got to make some sales on a consistent basis to keep, you know, to keep my business going, to give me the growth that I want. Uh, for someone else, it might be marketing or exposure. This is absolutely what I need right now. So you want to pick that goal and then and then um, create your day around that goal. So that's the first thing you want to organize those priorities. So the first thing in the morning that you're going to be focusing on once you get into work is what are those those items or the tasks or the projects that are going to do that are going to affect my sales that are going to get me to sales. Is it the sales calls? Is it the email I need to follow up on? Is it getting out that proposal? Those are the very first things I'm going to do. I'm going to avoid those other distractions, eliminate the email, get off the texting, get off Facebook, Pinterest, you know, all of that. And I'm going to focus. I call this my power hour. I know I've talked about this with you before the power hour, that first yeah, hour is completely 100% focused on your number one goal before you get sucked into anything else. Because you know that we do, we we're always going to get sucked into all these other um, things coming our way and distractions and emails and phone calls and people coming in and all that kind of stuff. So you want to deal with that first and you're going to see, and it this sounds like, well, that's not really going to help me get structured. It is like, that is not, that is not necessarily a, um, like a process or system. I'm just saying, start your day with that. And you are going to see right there how much it's going to help organize the rest of your day. That's like the first part of your day to organize is to focus on that number one goal. And then we do what we just talked about earlier is in relation to that priority, where are you feeling most out of control? Where are you feeling most inefficient or overwhelmed? And that's really where you're going to start putting in that process related to that goal. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. And I think there's a very, very tangible suggestions, you know, starting our day, planning the day, looking where we're overwhelmed. And another one is, you know, where are we, where are we losing time? You know, where we're having to waste time because we're looking for a certain item over and over and over, or, you know, or we're doing an email that's kind of going out. How do we automate that? You know, as opposed to just sending it over and over and over, you know, another thought came to mind too, Murthu is, you know, learning from you and just organization and things that I've read and, 
and your videos is sometimes just it's learning to take, you know, finding these little windows or pockets of time to kind of get organized, you know, and an example for me is I fly a lot. And, you know, a lot of times I fly the West Coast, you know, living in Chicago, that's usually a four and a half hour flight there, three and a half hour flight back. And, you know, sometimes just, okay, you know, get some work done. Sometimes, you know, watch a movie or whatever. And sometimes it's just good time to just take 15 to 30 minutes and just organize the inbox. It's to take that 15 to 30 minutes and organize folders and just get a little bit clearer and a little bit tighter because I've just got a small list of, hey, when I got some time, I need to do this, this, and this and just get her done. Just kind of knock it out. And it's amazing how much energy it produces later because I'm not frustrated looking for things or unable to find something or not finding as quickly as I want. And it's just, it just drains us, doesn't it? Absolutely. You know, I love what you said when you find those little pockets of time, but sometimes we're not thinking of that when let's say you're traveling or whenever you have the pocket, it's not the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, so I would also suggest, and this sounds so trite and trivial and simple, but it, this works is to write things down as you're, as it's frustrating you, like keep that running list That's of good. the frustrations during the day, because at the time, you know, we know it's true. Many times you don't have time while you're trying to get everything done and you're, you know, you're running around at a hundred miles an hour to necessarily sit there and organize your email, even though, you know, it's really important. You understand the benefits and you want to get it done. So make that a, maybe that becomes your power hour, you know, one of the, one of the days in the week, like my number one priority is I got to get organized and I'm going to spend that hour every morning for this week. And it's going to be amazing how much I get through, but to have that, that list of all these areas that have been frustrating you throughout the week, it's going to make it again so much easier to get back to it. You can organize your time. You're not like having to use that brain power and the energy to go back and think of what was it that was so annoying. You know, you already uh, say that again. Uh, you don't have to go back and do what? And have that use that brain power. You know that reprocessing. That's right. um, Wasted I, energy. Yeah, I, I always say our brains are like our cell phone batteries. So uh, if you you know you charge your battery generally your cell phone at night and you wake up and it's fully green, right? And over the course of the day, you're checking email and you're making phone calls. And you're on websites and so you know it gets lower and lower and lower at some point it goes red you know you're out of battery and uh, it's just like our brains we wake up hopefully we've had a good night's sleep you had a good breakfast you know you're you're fully powered and so the more that we have to extract you know remember reprocess ideas and pull from the back of our minds what are we supposed to be doing and where am I supposed to be and how is that supposed to go and constantly distracted and going back and forth and back and forth and multitasking the quicker our brain power, our battery cell is going down and the sooner that we're getting to red. And so if we can do these little, little things, like have out write down every thought I have, so I never have to go back in there. I have to reprocess that and use that, that energy, that, that brain power, then my battery, my battery might not go red until 7 PM instead of 5 30 PM. Well, that would be amazing, right? To have an extra hour and a half. Um, so yeah, I, I always say that anytime you think I'm going to remember that later, just change that around and say, I will not remember that later. <laughs> I oh, nice. I've retrained myself to say, I will not remember that later. If I catch myself thinking I'm going to remember later, I'm not. But like done, just need to write it down right there. So that saves me a lot of reprocessing energy. And I really like your analogy of, you know, the our brains are kind of like a cell phone and, and getting drained throughout the day. And especially to your point, you know, if we're unorganized, whatever that means, whatever that definition means to us, if we are wasting time, sideways energy, looking for stuff, inability to do whatever it is, being unorganized, it's, it is dropping that battery, you know, that cell phone analogy, that battery a lot quicker. And it doesn't have to be that way. So I think that's a great point. And I also love too, Murthy, where you're talking about just when you're 
writing it down, it, that actually is a, a first step of getting organized. So if all yes. of a sudden it's an Evernote or it's reminders on an iPhone or whatever it is, a piece of paper for that matter, mm-hmm. and just writing that down and then scheduling a time, you know, your power hour where it's figuring out a time to be able to work on those things. I think that's awesome because for me, if I've got it written down and there's just four or five things I need to get organized with that or organizing the desk space or whatever, it doesn't take a lot of energy. What does take a lot of energy is trying to remember what it is and just, and sometimes it's just as simple as going, okay, my first step of this is, okay, here's all these files that I need to, fo- to you know, to get organized. Just doing that is the first step of that. And then I'd almost feel like, eh, this isn't that bad. I got it started to, to, to start to get organized and kind of doing those small chunks, if you mentioned, as you mentioned earlier. Yeah. I can't tell you how much it changes. I, I totally agree with you. I just, you spend so much time remembering and you know, you have that nagging feeling. Everybody knows that nagging feeling. It's like when you go to the grocery store and you're like, ah, oh, there's something I'm forgetting, you know, like you have that nagging feeling and you always remember on the car ride home. It's just like that in our work and our days and our businesses. There's like, there's something we're forgetting or you're like now spending time to remember it. But if you just written it down at that moment, that uh, is just a, it is a game changer It is a game changing, really simple organization habit that is going to serve you very well. So let me just do a couple, quick little bit of summary. And then I want to ask you if, you know, if you had a closing thought for us, sure. what I'm hearing is if I'm listening to this as I have, and all of us listeners, and we're going, okay, you know, I, I'm starting to see the correlation between being unorganized or being organized in this case in my energy. So I'm hearing, looking at whether it's the beginning of my day or looking at the pain points or the areas in my life that are the most frustrating and maybe starting there to try to get some organization there. Then you, you said, you know, the really good thing is just to remember if you say, oh, I need to write that down or I need to do that later. You're not going to do that. <laughs> so just write it down in whatever means you do of capturing that type of, of idea. And then trying to go from that spot to finding a block of time, you know, a window, a pocket of time, you know, a power hour for your example, that is dedicated to just starting to get a little bit more organized and then training our, our mind to go, you know what, I'm not subtracting this time. I'm actually multiplying this time because now I'm saving my time. And obviously you're, with your analogy, I'm saving my energy. My battery is not dropping so much quicker because I'm using sideways energy that's going in different places. Would you say that's an accurate summary? Absolutely. Perfect. So any closing thoughts, comments, um, Snyder marks, even between the two of us that you you want to leave us with today? Well, one other thing we didn't touch on that uh, is, I think, such a a, a massive problem these days is this proliferation of the technology and the beeps and the alerts and the phones and the texts, you know, and all that stuff that is constantly distracting our attention and how this has made it more challenging to be organized, I think, than ever before, because as much as it's supposed to help us be more productive, it really is always like fighting for our attention. So um, one app or tool, if I could leave you with something that, again, I think is one of the easiest ways, simplest, most effective, probably most undervalued is using something like a Pomodoro app or something along those lines, which is a 25-minute timer where you focus on one task at a time without being distracted. So this is you close your tabs, you turn off your phone, you turn off Facebook, you know, you're just working on your one task for 25 minutes. So 25 minutes is doable. It's doable, right, Brian? Like anyone, we can do, we can stay focused for 25 minutes if we remove the distractions. It's sitting down for an hour, two hours, three hours. It's like scary and overwhelming. Yeah. And But for 25 minutes, we can do it. And it's amazing how much you can get done when you are 25 minutes focused without any other disruption. You could probably get through more than over the course of a day, you might have 
in that 25 minutes in, in that particular task just because you sat more focused. It takes us about seven minutes to get into the state of flow, the state of kind of concentration, but we are interrupted almost every two to three minutes. So if we're constantly distracted, we're never going to get in that state of flow. So when you're in that state of flow for 25 minutes, you can be more productive than you were for the whole day. So it's an incredible thing. Again, that app is Pomodoro. There's other ones like it. Um, I highly recommend that to everybody I work with. Great tip. We even talked about the Pomodoro technique in episode 011 on why taking a break actually increases your productivity. But it is a good example too, Murthu, of even if you were to take that 25 minutes and whether you're applying to just concentrate on email, concentrating on whatever focus work, deep work by Cal Newport or whatever, or if we're just doing saying, hey, I'm just going to take 25 minutes and I'm going to take my list out and I'm going to work on the things that I need to get organized. Because like you said, they're going to come to mind all through the day. If we can just put them in one spot, take a little bit of time to do that. We're going to see some tremendous, tremendous results. So to wrap this episode up, Murthu, I'm excited for this content, but also I'm excited about having you potentially as a more ongoing guest where we start to get a little more into the weeds of getting into some tactics and some, uh, maybe a little higher level, some strategies to help us to not waste our energy on things of being disorganized. I would love that. There are so many different topics that we could get into and really dive deeper to help your audience. I think you and I are are perfectly, you know, we we really resonate with what busy professionals who are managing life and business, what they're going through. And so uh, I have some really real world tips for you that are simple, easy to use and to start implementing into your life to make it really habitual. So I'm excited about that. Love it. Gonna happen. Gonna make it happen. You know, you buy this interview, Murthu, you get, you get the other ones for free. So you'll, uh, <laughs> you get those. So, and we can find you at lifeisorganized.com. Is that correct? Uh, yes, absolutely. You'll see a home side and a business side. So feel free to, to go either way. And I highly encourage that. So Murthu, I want to thank you for your time, for investing into us, that we can learn to get an energy edge by being organized. Thanks so much for having me. This was awesome, Brian. We believe sleep is foundational to develop an energy edge. It's challenging enough to be productive and creative, especially when you're tired or even exhausted. But what if you had a quick guide to give you a jump start, something to point you in the right direction? That's the exact reason for the sleep guide called Sleep Your Way to the Top, 10 Secrets to Getting Better Sleep. To download your free copy, visit www.energyedgepodcast.com. That was www.energyedgepodcast.com. You can also find the link in the show notes. Now, back to the podcast. So let's get right to the interview breakdown from Murthu. What a great interview. I think all of us can use some organization. And so, Brian, why don't you tell us what your first aha or your takeaway was? One of the lines she said right out of the gate was saying that there is an energy zap as a result of being disorganized and it's avoidable. I thought that was a great line because we don't oftentimes correlate, man, I'm not exactly as organized. Of course, we never want to say we're disorganized, but even just being less organized than we can be and not realizing that there is a drain of energy and it is avoidable. And I just, I thought that was just really powerful and uh, kind of made me really think about my own habits. Right. And, and I love the correlation, obviously, between disorganization and energy, because for me, this is the thing that I, one of the things I took away was I can be really unorganized if I don't write my thoughts down. And so when she said, keep a running list that frustrates you, I love that. And then um, 
she talks about write it down as it comes. And so, and I typically do that. And it was like, oh, I kind of forgot about that. So just writing things down as it comes to your mind, having a piece of paper, your phone, and just writing it down. I love that. So how about you? I know you've got a couple others or at least one more. Yeah, well, to tag on to what you just said, I remember her specific line. She says, you know, when you say, I'll remember this later, think the exact opposite. I will not remember this later. And this, I need to write this down right now. Yes. And I thought that was really, really good on there and then figuring out where to do that. So uh, my second takeaway, Treva, was learning to ask when you can create many systems to improve your productivity. And she mentioned whether that's just the start of your day because we don't like to use the word system sometimes, but we have routines. We have certain things that we do and either they're organized or they're not organized. And whether it's the start of the day or even like the first hour of work or the last hour of work, I really like that. So trying to create those little mini systems that we feel more organized and it definitely affects the rest of the day or the rest of our evening. Yeah, I, I like that. And that will come, uh, we'll give a few more things at the end about what they can do with that. But the second one for me was like asking yourself, where do we feel like we're most out of control? I think those things are the greatest energy zappers because they're things that sit in the back of our mind constantly, the things we feel out of control, and then we are less productive. So I love that part of her interview. You know, and and I I feel like that sometimes when I keep doing things over and over and over, I'm like, this should be automated. Or you know what, I'm wasting so much time looking for this certain thing and trying to get organized, whether it's a presentation or whether it's certain images or, you know, whatever the category is and trying to put in that one spot. So that's a really good example because I do feel a lot of control because I feel like I'm wasting time right now and I know that I, c- I could have had this. This is avoidable, you know, productivity yeah. fans. So right. let's transition to right now. This is our what nows. So there's a, obviously we want to take practical things and this was a very practical interview to allow us to figure out some things that we can walk away with and actually do some things differently. So Treva, give us two of them. Right. And, and we like to make them kind of simple so that we're doing one thing at a time, right. To make lasting uh, changes and increase our energy. So the first one I would say is this save time at the end of your day to be organized. It sounds very simple, but you know, we're tired at the end of the day. A lot of times we're like slamming our computer shut or jumping in our car or whatever, but just taking an extra 10, 15 minutes, half hour, whatever it is, just to get yourself organized at the end of the day so that the next day you're going to be on your game. So that's the first one. And the second one I would say is this, what's one area that, and and I say, if you are going to get organized, of course, we're going to get organized, but think of one area that you, if you're going to get organized, it would make a dramatic difference in your production and your energy. So just pick one particular area. Well, let's wrap this episode up. Next episode, we're going to talk about something that we do often and may not be the most healthy decision we could make, and it's snacks. So Treva, give us just a little taste, all pun intended, (laughs) of what we should expect on this episode about snacks. Yeah, snacking. Snacking is the number one question I get from all my clients. How do I do it? When do I do it? So we're going to talk about um, healthy snacks, obviously. We're going to be talking about whether you work in an office or you travel or you work at home, how to make the best use of your snack time. Um, and lots. there's a lot of uh, information in there, so you're going to want to come back and listen. Thanks for making it to this point in the episode. If this podcast has brought you some value, we encourage you to rate and review or share it with somebody else. We value you and your time and we'll try and do better next time. Go and get your energy edge on today.